TARDIS. It can travel anywhere in time and space. And it's mine. Liz. Look at this. Go on, same. Most people do. on the outside hey what's up and welcome back to smaller on the outside or as i would like to call it sotocast the first the best and the only tv podcast that you just can't miss my name is dave and i'll be the mayonnaise man for you this evening and with me as always is andy who is the prince of mustard um mustard if you joined us last week, you all know that we are having two very special episodes regarding TV in general. Last week, Tim Bot joined us while we talked about the best TV shows of all time. That's the Ketchup King. Yep, that's just all, all, all shows ever. Um, while today we're going to be talking more about uh, this year, 2015, fall TV shows. New shows, the new shows that have been out. Um, we're also not, ju- not just all shows that are on in the fall, but just the new ones. Just, just the new ones, right? Not returning series or anything like that. No, this is this is all new. Uh, we'll also be talking a little bit further some other shows that uh, aired this fall as well that maybe weren't so grand. Um, okay. <laughs> I mostly just made a list of, like, all the shows that at least I've watched anyways. Oh, I only, I, I have a, I only have a top ten and an honorable mention. I have a top ten, and then there's, like, 13 checked off lists that, uh, didn't make the cut. Jeez, I don't uh, think I even watched that many. Oh, there's many. Every year there's new shows, and usually speaking, when you watch one episode, it's like... Nope, nope, not gonna watch the rest. I know there's uh, one or two shows on my list that you said that about, so. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, yeah, probably on my uh, my list that says no. So basically, uh, we're just gonna talk about first. We're just gonna talk about the top ten. What we thought it have been the top ten best shows of the the fall. Um, and there's no Hollywood Reporter uh, article for this one, so it's just us. Um, and then we'll talk a little bit about the uh, the crapshoots. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, without further ado, let's talk about our number 10. So why don't you go first? Okay, my number 10 is Blind Spot. Blind Spot, Blind Spot, right, right. Blind Spot's on my checked off list of no thank you. Well, see... I, I it's not like I said it's my number ten and like I said are you that, still watching it? Yeah, I'm still watching it. I think it uh, the fall finale was awesome. By the way, um, it it didn't start off strong. I, well, actually, I think the first episode is really good. Um, but it, it first episode is really good. Yeah, I'll after, agree with you. After that, it 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 did go a little slowly, and it's it, you know it's, it's it is a procedural show. Uh, but if, if those, yeah, if you don't know what, what it is, by the way, when watching, it's it's yeah. like this girl that just shows up in a bag that has a bunch of tattoos on her body, that the tattoos are clues for 
crimes and things like that. It's uh, and it other follow- mysterious things. And it should remind you of Prison Break because sort of the tattoo thing. Sort of, but not exactly. Um, but basically, the whole show is she doesn't know who she is, and the whole show is tr- kind of trying to figure out who she is and why these tattoos are there and what they mean. And each, you know, they have, you know, a tattoo of the week. That's kind of the idea of the show, it's a procedural. But what I really like is the characters and the acting, I think, is really good. I'll say I like the first episode, and when I watched the second episode, I was so bored and so uninterested, I didn't watch any more after that. See, there are a few episodes that I would say that about this season, but there are some really standout episodes, too. Okay. Um, so that's your number 10. Yep. Uh, my number 10 is The Grinder. The Grinder. Yep. That. Um, that's yeah. not on my list. It didn't make my list, so... But I do watch it. Yeah, like the, the Grinder. if you don't know what that is, it's a sitcom, sort of sitcom, I guess you can call it, about uh, law and legal things. Um, sort there's of. Not, there's not a lot of those types of shows out there. Sitcoms, yes. Sitcoms about lawyers and things like that. It's not so well, much. Well, I, I don't know if I would say it's in, exactly about law or lawyers. It sort of is, but it's more about... Um, this guy who was an actor and who who acted in a law- lawyer show, and he's trying to get back into normal life, and he, and part of that is trying to act like a lawyer, even though he doesn't really know much about <laughs> yeah, lawyering uh, at all. <laughs> yeah, he's um, what, what's what's the word when actors really get into character? Um, method. Method acting. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's what he is. He's Very much so. Method acting all the time, and he doesn't know how to get out of character because he's played it for so long. Have you seen them? Have you seen all the episodes so far? I think I'm behind two or something. Because um, they they really get into that method acting thing in one of the episodes. <laughs> oh, do they? Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. Um, as far as all this, I'm pretty much behind on everything. There's a couple things I'm I'm still up to date on, but for the most part, I'm behind on everything. Um, but hey, I'm but trying hey. to catch up. I'm trying to catch up on X Files. I am still f- too far away. I need I need to watch like three episodes a day or something like that. So it's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. So that's my t- number 10, is The Grinder. What is your number 9? My number 9 is Life in Pieces. Life in Pieces. Life in Pieces is, is a uh, is, did not make my list. It is uh, one of the checked-off items that didn't make it, uh, but it almost did. For, the, for a while, it was there until other shows, when I kept adding, pushed it off. And I think it's probably number 11 for me. Okay. Life in Pieces, it's, it's, if you've seen Modern Family, it's a lot like that, but it's also a little different as well. Um, it's got some good, good actors in it, too. I like that. And uh, basically, each episode is four different stories. Uh, and they, they have, I don't know if it's four different, different like, mini-families within the big family, or, or if there's three. or I think there's, like, three. And then there's a, the fourth story is, like, everything comes together, sort of. And uh, that structure changes every now and again, um, but yes. But it's funny. 
somewhere in there is a story where they all come together. Yeah, but usually. it's not necessarily the last story. Okay. Um, but it, it the way they do it is the structure itself is actually very similar to any other uh, show like it, like Modern Family or whatever. Same kind of structure. It just it really splits up and it's obvious about it at the same time. So it's literally says story number one. And then it goes into it. And I like wow, I, other I, shows. I sort of like that um, separate story idea too, because then basically they have to tell a short uh, story in about five minutes, and <laughs> so it's usually pretty fast paced. Okay. Um. So uh, that is your number nine. Yes. My number nine, and this might be stretching a little bit because I think it was a summer show. Um, not, not necessarily fall, but I think we added summer in there just because there's not a whole lot of summer shows in general. Right. Um, but this summer show, Scream. Um, mm. Scream, if you have ever seen the horror films by, um, now the dead, um, Wes Craven, he, uh, yeah, he was actually a producer in this show before he died, so... Oh really? Um, he made this the movie Scream, and this is based off of that um, movie. It's not like a sequel. It's not a reboot necessarily. But the thing about Scream was it was always uh, self humor. It was always about making fun of itself for the fact that it is a horror film. Um, it's a horror film, but isn't it also like a parody as well? Yes, it's a horror film about a horror film. Yeah. Right. And it's dark humor. It's 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 the right kind of blend of dark humor for me, um, and I like the characters. And it was very much a kind of movie that would work well for a show because anybody can die. That's the whole point about a slasher movie. Anybody can die, and the whole point of the show was that it wanted you to fall in love with these characters every episode, so that when they actually die, you can actually feel bad. Um, right. But I like the show. Cool. Very good show. So we're on to number eight. What's your number eight? My number eight is Heroes Reborn. Really? Yes. Interesting. Uh, Obviously, Heroes Reborn is basically Heroes Season 5. Sort of. I mean, it's sort of that, but it's also a little bit of a reboot because there's a lot of more new characters in it than the old series. And the ones from the old series don't show up all that often either. But it's it's more of Heroes. I don't think it's as good as Heroes originally was, but it's better than Heroes was when it was finished. So it, it's kind of the same. Uh, it's a little bit like tw- 24 when it came back, I think. Okay, yeah, well, that, that is true. It's not perfect, but I do like it. Yeah. Um, it is on my list. It's just not yet. Okay. That was eight. your eight. My number eight was You, Me, and the Apocalypse. Now, You, Me, and the Apocalypse... Now, you haven't hardly seen any of these. I've hardly seen... I've seen a few episodes, maybe four episodes, I'm not sure. You need to see more. Um, Well, even from the get-go, from the very beginning of the show, you were more of a fan than I was, because I was just like, okay, it's a pretty decent show, very different... You know, very British and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. Um, and all of this. So it, 
it had its different kind of feel to, to it as far as humor goes, as far as drama goes, and far as all this goes. Um, I thought it was fine to watch just from the beginning, and I still feel that way. Uh, but just from the get go, Andy's like, "Oh, I love this thing." No, so, it wasn't the it wasn't the first, maybe not even the second episode, but I think shortly after, it might have been the second episode or the third episode that I really started getting into it, and always looked for, forward to it every week. Okay. Yes, you and have- actually, um, if you're not aware, this show is jointly produced uh, by a, it's it's an American and British show. So right now they aired it in um, in England, and then in the spring, I believe spring or summer, it's going to be airing on NBC, and it is, I'm guessing, going to be edited down a little bit <laughs> because there's a lot of language in the in the British version that won't yeah. be able to be shown in. The American version. Maybe they filmed it two different ways. Yeah, they, if it's anything like uh, Welcome to Sweden, which was another show that was uh, foreign and uh, domestically produced, they they filmed two different versions of the scenes. Although there are some scenes that wouldn't really make any sense any other way, from what I can tell. So I'm interested in seeing what NBC does. They might just bleep it out. I don't know. Okay. So that was my number eight. And it's up to Andy to talk about his number seven. My number seven, and I'm sure this is on your no-no list, but uh, <laughs> Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend was definitely on the no-no. That's one that I've only seen one on, and I, <laughs> yep, I'm. it's on my crossed-off shows as skip it, stay away <laughs> from it. Uh, even, okay, so the, the show is about a Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, obviously, <laughs> But it's also a musical. Yeah, that's uh, what I like about it. <laughs> I, I when I watched it, I didn't know it was a musical until they started singing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but even so, even before that, I wasn't too into it. And then the singing threw me off, and I was like, I don't want to see any more of this at all. So, I, thought, I thought it was funny. I, I I like I like the singing. I like the comedy of it, and it's just really wacky. And uh, it's just—I think it's a fun time. It's got—it's got a really—it's got a different uh, sense of humor, I think, in that show than other comedies. Right. No, but when it comes down to TV music, you 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 immediately have a limited range of audience that you're playing towards. And I do like musical episodes of TV, and I do like musical TV too. Obviously, when it came down to uh, Galavant. Yeah, it kind of it, to me it feels a little similar to Gallivant in that way, uh, but it's it's a slightly different com- comedic style as well. I like Gallivant a lot. Yes, yeah, so, so do I. I've, I even bought the darn season on Voodoo. Oh really? Um, so looking forward that, to the new one. I'm looking forward to the new one. I like Gallivant. I was Gallivant, the show that that by the ratings should never have been renewed. Is is right? <laughs> got a season two. <laughs> but it was also a very short season two i do believe yeah um but i, I like that I, i'm not so much a fan of crazy ex-girlfriend but i did like Gallon. yeah i think it's similar in some ways and my number seven is the muppets okay that didn't make my list That's- the muppets obviously is exists because of the movies that they had with jason um, is it canon Siegel. is it canon with the movies do you know no because if you it doesn't say as much, but you'll notice that the main character that they created for those movies is not in the show. It's not. 
Right. I wasn't it, sure. I couldn't remember what. But the style like. of comedy and the fact that the whole thing is kind of jokey with uh, more adults than kids. Yeah. And everything. All of that correlates in the show like it did in the movies. And I mean, the Muppets have always had famous people, but yeah, like the show, it always impresses me how many famous. It's people basically are the Muppets do the Office. Yeah, the Office slash uh, Thirty Rock, right? Yeah, yeah, and I like it. Uh, I like it, but for me, I I would say it's probably my lowest uh, ranked uh, new show that I still watch. Hmm. I still like it, but it's it's probably my lowest priority at the time. I'm obviously behind, but <laughs> um, you know what I would do? I would rate this higher than the Muppets 2 movie that came out. I haven't seen that. You haven't seen it? No. Eh, it's okay. It's just, I, I really liked that first Muppets movie with Jason Segel and yeah. everything like that. that I, I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, so that was our number seven. We're on to number six. Number six is Fear the Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead did... Uh, Fear is, uh, is on the list, yeah. Fear the Walking Dead. Obviously, if you know The Walking Dead, you know what this is sort of. Sort of, but it's a little different. Um, it's It takes place in L.A. Um, instead of basically going all out on the zombies, it's more kind of focused on uh, society, I think. It's a prequel prequel series it's sort of, yeah it takes place right at the beginning of the outbreak and so seeing it from the point of view of a city is a little different than um from these you know after everything has already gone crazy in in the walking dead uh so some of the the way things happen in this show is, is quite different i think and it's almost like the bad guys are more people than than zombies half the time in well this that's kind of like how true it is for walking dead too True, 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 but uh, it's 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 a little bit of a different uh, focus. It's in it's show. a very different show in my opinion because, uh, especially just the overall how it looks and feels. Because The Walking Dead, you'll have the completely rotted, rotted out flesh zombies who whose jaws are half hanging off their face and right. and and things like that, like serious work with the makeup that's always impresses me um, as well as how they kill the zombies and everything. The zombies in this are more human so when they it takes a little bit more to kill them because they're not rotting and um, they there's a question about when there's actually crazy people versus zombies. I think it's it's fo- I think it's focused less on the horror aspect and more on a, like a almost like a psychological or or seeing how society is handling the situation yes. as well. Yeah. So it's a it's a decent show. Yep. Definitely different from what I was expecting. Yeah. I like how they have the name uh The Walking Dead and, and the fear is in front of it. Uh makes you think it's gonna be scarier, but really the Walking Dead's scarier. <laughs> uh yeah. Okay. So okay. Good number six. My number six is a show that I'm sure you haven't seen, nor I don't know if you've even heard of it. It's called Flesh and Bone. No, nope, I don't know anything about that. Flesh and Bone is a show. I believe it's on Stars or Showtime. I can't remember which uh, channel it's on, 
Um, but it is actually about ballet. Ballet? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. The dark <laughs> and uh, real realistic, gritty um, world of ballet. I see. It's less about ballet than it is about the characters. Probably that you can probably guess that right away because I'm not one to just jump on board with a ballet show. <laughs> um, it's more about the characters, and the characters are very, very good. Um, okay. And it focuses on different characters, and it's very well rehearsed, and it's very well acted. And Anybody I might know in it? No. I don't think so. I think it's mostly unknowns all over the place. Okay. But pretty good. Pretty good show. On to number five. My number five is Scream Queens. That is on my, one of my lists of say no to. <laughs> Just say no. I and know I'll it. explain why, a little bit. Um, this here. show, I would say, it kind of follows a similar idea to what you were saying about Scream. And where it uh, anybody can die. Uh, and... Uh, it, it you do well it's it's that plus a, uh, a lot of the th- like the thematic styles of mean girls which is what i really like about it it's like a a mix of the, it, it's i like scary movies when they're not r- as much scary as they are funny and that's kind of what this is i don't have a problem with that myself i had a problem i loved the death scenes in the show but I only liked it to the degree that I would, I would sit there and I'd watch a marathon of all the kill scenes on YouTube or something. <laughs> but I don't care about anything else. I don't care about the characters. I hate how um, over the top. That's what I loved about stuff it. Is that- because the two, it doesn't match. It's not the kind of dark humor that works right. I think it's dark, awesome. Dark humor is completely different from what this show is. This no, show I don't want it dark. to be, I don't want it to be dark humor. I want Dark it. humor is scream. Yeah, I don't want it's, that. You know, it's subtle, but it's also it's not subtle, so subtle that you don't understand it. But Scream Queens it was all in her face and it was just a mixed mash of emotions. It just didn't work for me. It, it that mix I, I felt made it unique and that's what I really liked, but I like Mean Girls and uh, I like Take, taking a like a twisted mix on that is what I really liked about it. It's basically if you're watching Mean Girls and suddenly everybody started getting killed, <laughs> which is I think you know it's 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 crazy, but that's what I think I like about it. I don't know, I don't know. No, that's on my uh, nope list. Nope. <laughs> it's also got a really good cast too. Um, a lot of people you wouldn't think would want to do TV shows are in it. And that was your number five? Yeah. My number five is Fear of the Walking Dead. Hey. <laughs> you get a little taste of what I was going through last week. <laughs> for, for every single freaking show. <laughs> yep. And that will probably happen here uh, later in the list, too, if I'm not mistaken. So. Yeah. Whatever. Your number four, go ahead. My number four is Humans. Humans. This, oh, I, that's one that I forgot. When did that air? That was was that that was that fall. I or? think it was July. Uh, it started. It was either like late June or, or mid July or something like that is when it started. And uh, it so 
it's not technically fall, but but I asked you whether it would count, and you said yes. So I, yeah, I just forgot <laughs> to put it online. So uh, humans, it's it's kind of an interesting show. It's about robots, despite the name, uh, and the robots are very human-like, and so much so that there are some uh, ro- robots that you don't know are robots, and uh, and then. I mean, it's kind of a... It's hard to describe. What would you say? I've seen two episodes. Okay. You need to see more. <laughs> Not a lot has happened quite yet in in how much I've watched of it. So Basically, the, the robots, they've um, started... Some of them have uh, the ability to be self-aware. And I think the idea is... Society doesn't want that, but this show kind of lets you um, get the understanding of what it would be like to be a robot who's being hunted down for having a personality, sort of. Oh, yeah. Which is, it's kind of like a twist on what you would normally see. Normally, you are the ones hunting down the robots who've turned, who've become self-aware. Now you're kind of more sympathizing with them. So I think that's kind of an interesting twist on it. Terminator! Little, well... <laughs> not quite. <laughs> right. So humans, okay, yeah, I didn't even think about that one. Yeah. Um, probably because I haven't seen a whole lot of it yet. You, sh- you should watch the rest of it. Yeah, along with everything else on my list of... Never gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, number four for me is Into the Badlands. Ah. Into the Badlands is a show kind of taking place post-apocalyptic. Uh, it's also AMC, so that's kind of where I came up with the idea that this is The Walking Dead if the dead were people and <laughs> and there was no weapon, so you had to use Kung Fu. Aren't there weapons? I thought there was, like, swords. No, that, well, there's swords. There's no guns. There's no artillery. Yeah. Um, so it's sort of a little swords. bit like revolution in that way? Yeah. It, it's... they For some reason, it means they had to resort to fighting to get things done. My problem is it doesn't entirely feel like it is the future. It's supposed to be the future, but it feels like just, you know, Kung Fu is past, you know, it's just whatever. Yeah. Because everything's died down, you don't really see cars, you don't really, because people walk around on horses, and, and there's no guns, there's just swords, and there's Kung Fu fighting, so it's, it's hard to even tell it's the future. Um, but other than that, this is a TV show, and it's the best fighting I've seen, uh, period, on TV. Yeah. Even if it was just a choreographed fight for one episode or something. And I've seen some good fights in, uh, in shows... Um, Alias even and heck Power Rangers uh, <laughs> I don't know Power Rangers was a little it's uh, probably, nostalgia is probably telling me yeah. great <laughs> fighting but it could be terrible I think all I know that all I know is that it was better fighting when they were out of suit than when they were inside wearing suits um, but Into the Badland it, it's it's all kind of combined the, the quarry choreography is, is really unique something that I haven't seen a lot of it's also really cinematically like perfect 
Um, so it's a lot of fun to watch. It's got a simplistic plot concept of just trying to go to kind of a uh, utopia of sorts that people don't really believe exists. So it's kind of like Battlestar Galactica in that sense. Mm. Um, but it, I don't know. I like it. It's a lot of fun. I've heard some other people who said they like it too, but it, it didn't seem like my kind of thing when I watched the trailer for it. It's a very impressive, very different show, and I don't know, it's just, that's the kind of, I don't know, it's, it, I just enjoy it. It's just a fun time. Number four, Into the Badlands, and now you're on to number three. We're on our top three. My number three is Supergirl. Supergirl is the one that I checked off and has also got kicked off the list. What? <laughs> All right, Supergirl. Uh, I really, really like it. Um, it's it's it it feels a lot like the Flash because it's done by the same people, but it's it's basically. I mean, you know, a lot of the problem with Smallville is that he never got into the suit, he never flew, uh, he never really embraced that he was Superman. Uh, until like the very last seconds of the show, and this this show turns that all around, and she's Supergirl from like the first ten minutes of the show, and she's flying in the suit, you know, and then in the next fifteen minutes or whatever, and so I mean, it's, and I I just really really like it. I think it's it it uh, it's different um, from the Flash and Arrow, and uh, I think it's just uh, it's got some good writing and good acting in it as well. They uh, they try very hard to make this Superman story very feminine uh, because in the end her character is very Superman-ish. Um, she works for like a journalism thing. She has uh, glasses on. You know, and she's got to make these interview things. She has the same powers as Superman. She's got the same suit as Superman. It's all very similar. They just have to make it feminine. So the plot of it's like the devil wears Prada. Um, uh, well, at the beginning, sort of. Um, it's it's a little bit more. Yeah, it's a little bit more chick flicky. Um, but I I can enjoy those too. So that doesn't bother me. Um, I find the show very corny. And I find it, um, when it comes down to her flight, very limited in far as it seems... I think it's, I it's, it's better than most of the time when Smallville tried to do any effects. Smallville was awesome all the time. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, on finales and premieres it was, but on most m- normal episodes, they just basically did the zoom effect, and that was pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> on 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 Supergirl, she's flying in every episode, and it's, and it's decent, you know, believable flight. I think. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think it's okay. I, it's nowhere on the same caliber as Smallville for me. How are, how up to date are you on this? Uh, I don't know. I I'm probably like four episodes behind, if I'm not mistaken. There was there there's something you will want to have seen in the in the last few episodes for sure. Okay. Yeah. Is Tom Welling in it? No, no, not like that. Not like that. <laughs> so that was your number three. My number three is Heroes Reborn. Ah, yes. My number eight. <laughs> I like Heroes Reborn. It's because Heroes is one of my favorite shows. Uh, are you up to date um, on it? No. Uh, maybe. If not, it's like one episode. I'm not sure. Okay. They had a fall finale, so. Yeah. 
I know they did. So that's my number three. What's your number two? My number two is Jessica Jones. Okay. And we talked about this last week as well. Obviously, the new Marvel show. I, I like. I, I was think I wanted. I would like to have put in, uh, Daredevil on here, and that would have been higher. But that was back in the spring, so that's too far back. Um, but I, I just really like it. I think it's got really good writing and acting, and and it's got a good story. My number two is Quantico. Ah. Uh, Quantico is a show regarding the FBI, but it's not the FBI that we normally see in TV shows, which is basically the same thing over and over and over. Rehash, 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 rehash. This Quantico is while everybody's still in training, blah, blah, blah. And then it flashes forward to a big terrorist attack. Somebody in the FBI training is framed, and they find out that it's somebody in their class that's the actual terrorist. And there's a ton of secrets in every episode, and you're always shocked at what's happening. It's does, a very good show. Does it feel like Homeland somewhat? No. No? I wouldn't say that so much. Oh. Maybe a little bit in some senses, but it, I, I think Quantico mostly feels uh, original. Does it, um, does it feel like that uh, uh, fake uh, season four episode of Veronica Mars? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I like Quantico a lot. I've been saying for a while, Andy, I said he should at least check it out. I did not. Um, but <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a good show. It's a good show. Um, I enjoy it. All right. Um, I guess there's some episodes here and there which aren't perfect, but for the most part, I love the show. Um, so... That's my number two, and Andy's number one must be me and the apocalypse. And again, you spoil it. All right, yes, it's you, <laughs> you, me, and the apocalypse is my number one show. <laughs> like I said, it's 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 very very freaking good. I thought we were gonna fool us all over and say is the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> no, I already said that was my lowest rated new fall. Right, 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 right. No, right, yeah. uh, you, right, me, and the cool. apocalypse. I think it's got really really smart and funny writing. And uh, they've got some good actors in it too, um, and it's got it's it's very very unique. Uh, ah yeah, uh, yes, my number eight. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very it's 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 very unique. And if you have only seen three episodes or whatever you did, then you need to see more. <laughs> okay, I'm telling well, I'm telling you, you're missing out. Is it going to be a season two? I hope so. Well, that okay. <laughs> I wonder if the world ends. <laughs> well, I think you know the answer to that one. Okay. Um, so, as far as the number one goes, I my number one and number two switched uh, constantly because I like them both. Uh, almost equally, but when it comes to quality, I guess one had to go over the other, and that's pretty much how the pretty much how the coin toss uh, won. And for the longest time, my number two was the same as yours, Jessica Jones. We yeah. had a tie in that one, but Jessica Jones turned out to be my number one. Yeah, I could see yeah. that. No, really. I mean, Quantico and Jessica Jones. It, it was a toss up between them because they are very good, in my opinion, both of them. Uh, Jessica Jones is, as far as quality is 
concerned, it's a lot better. And I think not only that, but it has a lot more potential for sequels, mm-hmm. uh, for con- connections with the cinematic universe, for connections all with the Luke stuff. Cage, with Luke Cage for Daredevil, with uh, Iron Fist or whatever. Yeah, um, has all these different connections, and that's uh, that's kind of huge, you know. And it, it's when you think of it that way, it really was my number one. So Jessica Jones beats all the others and I didn't think it would because I wasn't a huge fan of Daredevil I thought Daredevil was fine just fine um, but Jessica Jones for me was always better than Daredevil from like the first episode on that's crazy <laughs> so what was it's your runner up my run- oh, not runner up but honorable mention um, hmm. it, it, I would have liked to, it to have made the list but it didn't um, Con Man uh, this is a little different. It's not really a... I mean, it is a show, but it was online. Uh, but, Web series kind of show? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alan Tudyk, um, you you would know from Firefly. Uh, he played the pilot in Firefly. He uh, he did a, a Kickstarter or uh, or something like that where, where he wanted to create his own show. And the show is, basically, he's playing himself. He's a guy who was on a, sci- a hit sci-fi show that got canceled too early, and that sci-fi show is very much like Firefly. And now he goes around to conventions, and and the show kind of uh, is it's really funny, and it follows him going from convention to convention, and the different um, he there's a lot of celebrities that show up in it. Pretty much everybody that was in Firefly shows up in, in it at one point. Um, Nathan Fillion's in like pretty much every episode, and. Uh, and it's it's just got it's it's got some funny stuff. Nolan North, who you might know from Uncharted and pretty pretty much every other video game, is also in it, which is funny. All right. Um, I didn't. I've I have an honorable mention. Um, other than the ones we've already mentioned before, uh, like that were on your list, that like Supergirl and things like that. Those are also honorable mentions, but I also want to mention Limitless uh, because I still watch it. I am behind, but I still watch you it because do. I, I, I actually I still like it. Um, I gave up after it, the second episode. There's there's more to it. It adds and adds a I'm little sure. bit. Um, it's slow at adding, but it's it like right sounds now sounds a bit like Blind Spot. Yeah, like right now they have, um, as far as characters goes, or actors rather, they have like two or three actors from Dexter in it right now. Obviously the main girl was from Dexter, uh, but they, they've added more from Dexter. I always thought that was uh, funny. Huh. Uh, so uh, people are, you know, starting to have suspicions about um, the main guy and how he's so smart and uh, he can't tell anybody or else he'll be killed and all these different things. So uh, it gets a little bit more tense as time moves on. Limitless to me has the same problem as uh, Minority Report did. and It just doesn't live up to the movie at all. Um, like it doesn't, it doesn't get close to what the movie could do for me. Say, well, they got Bradley Cooper. <laughs> yeah, I know. And Actually, he, Bradley Cooper uh, co-created like, 
the show. Yeah, I know. And he's so, been in it a few times, right? He, as far as I know, he's only been in it once. I thought he was in it twice, at least. I don't know. Maybe you know something more than I do. Oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> well, I guess I've seen commercials. Maybe you're not that far into it. Yeah, alright. Oh, thanks for that. Um, <laughs> now, he co-created it, and it's cool to see him because he's, like, in everything now. So, yeah. it's it's nice to see he can, like, move back to TV just to uh, move that yeah. whole entire concept. Like, back forward. when he was on Alias, he was, he was on uh, Alias Season 1, I think. Uh, I don't, did, did he go in any of the other seasons? Um, no. Uh, well... And and just the season one? I think it might have been just season one, but I don't know. I'd, I'd have to watch Bradley it. Cooper? Yeah. He was in every season. Oh, he was? Of Alias. Yes, he was. Oh, okay. Jeez. It's been a long time since I've seen Alias, okay? When I watched Alias, Bradley Cooper was my favorite character. Or at least one of them. Um, so, um, yeah, he was in like every season oh i thought he anyways I, I thought he started out and then kind of because she i don't know if she moved on to some other different things in the show so i thought no he was always her like best friend or whatever oh okay um so i have seven shows left in my checked off items um and these are all shows that i either skipped or said absolutely not to or whatever um First one I'm going to mention because I didn't even see it at all. It just looked terrible because I don't know if anybody, you out there watched Dads or anything like that. Um, Dads? The show Dads. Oh, are you Got talking it. about like the, that uh, Seth Green? Yes. Wasn't that last year? Was it last year? I thought it was the year before. Or the year before, yeah. Um... If you ever want to watch that, it it didn't do so well. It it died like really, really fast. Yeah, that's what I, I think thought. After, like one or two episodes or something like that. Okay. Um. So I, when I saw this, probably just the title, but it reminded me of Dad's uh, grandfathered. Oh, I feel like you mean with Dad's, uh, what's his name from Full House? Well, yeah, yeah, Jesse. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, he. Uh, I feel like that show is only in existence because of him, and I feel like it's dad's, and it's just dad's been on for so long, and now it's grandfathered. Uh, well, no, see, I, I, when I watched the trailer, it didn't look terrible to me, uh, but it just looked, uh, it didn't look like my kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, but that that's the only show on this list that I haven't seen. Um, I'll also, I'll mention the ones that I saw once, actually all the rest of them are one, one episode viewing, other than Minority Report. Minority Report I saw two, maybe three episodes of, and I said no. Yeah. Um, Minority Report. I think that's been cancelled, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I, I tried with Minority Report because I have faith in the concept. I like the concept. I hated the characters. Yeah. I hated the characters, and I noticed that as far as CGI went, this is supposed to be like, what, like five, ten years into the future after Minority Report, and the CGI is worse than the movie? <laughs> Way worse. <laughs> it just didn't fit. The concept is fine. 
I can kind of go along with it, but it had too many things going against it, and I stopped watching. Also, I, I liked the idea of the precog being able to save the day because of seeing the future. That I'm okay with. What I'm not okay with, every single episode, at least to what I saw, they had to hook him up after he saw his, his visions to take those visions out and then look at them, you know, as a physical thing before trying to save the day. Yeah. So you had to go through the visions twice in every episode because he couldn't do anything on his own. That's stupid. It is stupid. And I get it. The guy who took the memories was in the movie and everything. That's great. Blah, 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 blah. But he, they put too much importance on his character, and it was just stupid. And I stopped watching. The rest of these I only saw one each of. Um, the first one's called Rosewood. The concept of Rosewood was stupid. It was about a pathologist who decided he wants to be a detective. Just dumb. There's nothing interesting about it. it Never heard it made, of it. He had his own pathology lab, which, and then he had clients and things like that because he was super smart. It was dumb. It was just really dumb. <laughs> and they made a big deal out of it. And I'm like, it's it. What it felt like is if you were watching CSI, right? And the guy who opens the bodies and everything decided he wants a spinoff, <laughs> and that's what you got. And it was dumb. Yeah, it sounds dumb. It's like CSI pathologist. Great. Thank you for that. Next, <laughs> um, I was not a fan of Lucifer. That's actually not aired yet. <laughs> I saw a screening <laughs> that's not aired yet until, like, what, next year? Yeah, I think so. I, I'm not a big fan of what I saw I of saw it. it. So. Um, I, I will probably watch another, but I don't know whether I'm going to stick with it or not yet. I was not a big fan. It was just... I don't know. It was just dumb um, to me. Uh... Ash versus the Evil Dead. Concept's interesting. Bruce Campbell coming back to the world of the Evil Dead in a TV show. Yeah. Very very cool. I was never a fan of the Evil Dead though. That's the problem. Yeah. I never was. I was I never really watched the old movies, even the new rehashed version of the movie which they changed everything. I wasn't a huge fan of either. I don't know, it's just the whole entire universe is kind of foreign to me. So I didn't really get so much out of it because you have zombies who can talk and they act weird and things like that. Hmm. I'm sure it has a huge fan base and I'm sure a lot of people oh, love yeah. it. And blah, blah, yeah, it definitely blah. has a big fan base. And I'm happy for them to have this TV show at their disposal, but it was not for me. I watched the first episode. I was like, okay, no, no thanks. Is Sam Raimi uh, producing it? Yeah, I do. I do believe he is a part of it. I'm not entirely sure. I think he might have even directed the first episode. Huh. Um, the next one I want to talk about is Wicked City. Uh, it's a story about a uh, serial killer in, like, I can't. I don't know if it's the '80s. He's the main character, 
And then he, like, falls in love with another serial killer who's in it, and... Well, that sounds slightly familiar, but I don't I don't know anything about it. And there, it was, like, um... It had a lot of 80s music in it. So they, they used the 80s music as kind of a proof that it took place in the 80s. Yeah. Or something like that. Like, that's the only way you really knew it took place in the 80s, other than, I guess, some fashion choices. I feel like it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen, personally, <laughs> but a lot of girls probably like it. Yeah. Um, probably for the same reasons of Fifty Shades Grey, mm. for things like that, but it both are dumb and both should not be in existence, and <laughs> I wash my hands of that. Um, last but not least, I'm probably going to say this is the worst show of the new seasons. Well, we're going to call it Best Time Ever with Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> That's right, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> I mean, have you seen this show? I watched two of them. I could... It's supposed to be, what, it's supposed to be live, it's supposed to be? It's supposed to be, um... I think it was, I, I think there was a, a lot of scripted about it. It was 90% scripted, and I think some of it was actually live too, but I think it was 90% scripted, because he's like, here's the hidden cam, we follow these family from their home in this state to their, to their hotel here, here they are in their living room watching TV, I'm like, how is... If this was actually live, and this was actually crank and and uh, live cams and everything, like they would be facing such a huge lawsuit of privacy and and whatnot. And clearly, if you were thinking for two seconds, you realized the whole thing was orchestrated. Okay, see, that's what I thought at first, but I went to the forums and I said, okay, if this was real, how could this possibly have been done? And somebody explained it to me. Basically, one of the family members would have had to been in on it. Basically, I thought about that. The too. person that wasn't being pranked, uh, somebody else in the family set up the the Skype camera or something. So something like that, basically. I thought I thought about that too, and I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But even so, I feel like Neil Patrick should have actually said that. Yeah. I feel like that's important yeah. because. <laughs> Especially if you want to go along with the fact that it's all not rehearsed, but the entire thing feels felt so fake. Uh, you know, they it, had it, the weird end of the show show thing, which uh, I I I'm not entirely sure what the point of that was. But what I would have preferred there is just had Neil Patrick Harris doing actual like magic. Magic that would have been cool. I think. It's, yeah, it's a variety show, so weird things happen in every episode. That's one thing that I actually liked about the show. It was random, and you don't know what they're gonna game they're going to play or what they're going to do about it, which is cool, you know, it's great. But it's not... Uh, the way they went about it, as far as presentation went, was just not really worth the watch. Yeah, it's basically, what the heck is this? <laughs> and they, I don't know, I feel like they hyped it up quite a bit too and I felt I didn't see any ads for it after the first week yeah and after it started <laughs> yeah after it started airing they're like uh but I, I wonder like how many they, episodes it got they hyped it, it up it got so canceled much. now but I don't I yeah. wonder how many episodes it got I don't know 
I feel like yeah, it hyped it up. There was it was advertised on all the shows I think on NBC. Like as far as reality shows go. Oh yeah, and there was a lot of cross promotion on that show too. Yeah. Like they would advertise all the NBC stuff on that show. I don't know. I like Neil Patrick Harris, but that was just dumb. Yeah. I get what he's trying That's to do. That's why I gave it a second episode, simply because of him. Yeah, it was... I get what he's trying to do. He's trying to do something that no one's ever done before, but... Actually, I believe it was based on a on a British show or something. Well, then he did it wrong. <laughs> Sorry. He, he, he made it and he turned it into something that no one has ever done before. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing now. Definitely a bad thing. Yeah. Anyways, that is our top ten list as well as pretty much our bottom seven list too. Um, let us know what you think in the comments and everything, what your favorite show of the new fall shows are, and uh, we will probably argue with you in the next episode. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Next episode is the Christmas special, Doctor Who. When will we be doing that one? Uh, what's you know, Christmas, Christmas is on is Friday. Friday. And we will record on Saturday, and we will post it on on uh, Sunday. Okay, so just basically the same as always. Yeah, same as always. Probably the same uh, next week too when we talk about uh, yeah, the uh, the Sherlock. After that, is that a week after? Yeah. Oh, okay. It is exactly a week after. Cool. So. Yeah. So no gap. I thought maybe there might have been a gap in between. Nope, nope. Next week is uh, Doctor Who, and the week after that, Sherlock. <laughs> Sweet. Yep, um, and also, you're listening to this on Sunday. It's Andy's birthday tomorrow, so wish him a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Andy. Happy birthday, Andy. It doesn't work when you wish yourself <laughs> a happy birthday, Dang it! Did I did I jinx myself or something? You jinxed yourself and you uh, you canceled out every other birthday wish. Dang! <laughs> so I'm gonna have a terrible birthday. That's right. Awesome. So yep, that's 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 what we will catch you next week with uh, the the Doctor Who Christmas special. Um, or maybe you're being lazy and you're listening to this on my birthday. Y'all lazy <laughs> freaks. Um. Yeah, you can listen to us on Stitcher, WordPress, Podomatic, and iTunes. Throw us a comment, subscribe to us, follow us, uh, and we will catch you next week on Smaller on the Outside. My name is Dave, and I was a mayonnaise man with you this evening, and with me as always... Andy! Who is the Prince of Mustard? Mustard. Mustard. We'll catch you up next week. <laughs> Catch. Peace out. Peace out.